1: everybody, welcome into another edition of the Cubs Talk Podcast. Tony and Andrague here with David Kaplan, Kelly Kroll. As always, we are sponsored by Windtrust, home of Cubs free checking. Head to Wintrust.com slash Cubs for more info. Cap, Kelly, here we are, and uh, we're getting into February. Still no news, still no Jake Arrieta, Hugh Darvish, or Alex Cobb signings anywhere, in Chicago or otherwise, but the Cubs have a new catcher, Chris Jimenez. Uh, not exactly a guy that... Uh, Really lights uh, drives the needle too much. Uh, lights up the radar. Um, a guy that's only on a minor league deal. But what do you guys make of this move? Who has connections to both Cobb and Yu Darvish?
2: So you didn't have to put him on your 40-man major league roster. So you bring him in. He's got connections to both those guys. But Cubs may not sign either of those guys either. You know, Theo Epstein was pretty open in an interview with John Greenberger, of The Athletic. He just said, "Look, we're sitting back too. This market is." Is what it is. He also revealed they're not signing a closer. He said when we lost out on Wade Davis, Brandon Morrow is our closer, and they have other in-house options like Carl Edwards Jr. and Strope and Steve Seashack, who they signed. Justin so, Wilson. Justin, Justin Wilson's another one. one yeah. So, yeah, everybody's kind of in uncharted waters here.
0: Uh, well, to go to start where you were with Jimenez, I think that. It doesn't hurt. They had to go get a backup catcher anyway. We knew that, right? Because Victor Caratini, you're not turning to Schwarber anymore. I mean, I think that's kind of – I think that ship sailed, although he will be asked about it here in a couple of weeks of spring training because he always is, and who knows. He may still be doing some drills with the catchers like he has been the last few years, but they had to go, ba- they had to go get a backup catcher, so – what does it hurt, see what this guy has, and the fact that he can pick up his phone and text either of these two pitchers that they do have interest in along the way, who knows, you know, maybe it helps or not, but I don't think we can make too much of it or really draw the line from point A to point B quite yet. I really don't think so. And really, I'm
1: Kelly, <laughs> yeah, I'm with, I'm with you guys too. I mean, really, there's no... Jimenez is an interesting signing. Uh, really, the most interesting part for him is that he's a pitcher. <laughs> he <laughs> appeared in six games last year as a reliever, although he didn't strike anybody out in, in uh, five innings. I think he faced 17 batters. But he's he's the leading candidate this year for the position player, the first right, position the player. Right, the blowout game. Exactly. The new David the pitch. Ross. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. If he makes the team, let's not forget, this guy's numbers are not like, oh, my God. So Victor Caratini could end up the backup.
1: Well, and that's, the Cubs needed depth either way because even if they go with Caratini, like you said, Cap, but they're not going to count on him, and they can't count on him fully because he's a rookie. You mm-hmm. don't know what's coming. If he gets hurt, if Wilson gets hurt, you need to bring somebody else up. They have nobody besides that. also you need guys Taylor to catch Be- in spring training. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly, yeah. They need guys to catch bullpens at the very least or just Absolutely. appear in games because Wilson's not going to really play until, like, March.
0: Yeah, and Jim Ness seems like a guy who – I mean, he has – certainly been around the league long enough to know how to step in and handle a John Lester or you know a Kyle Hendricks which he'll get the chance to do with all those guys I'm sure at spring and I think that that's that's a good thing I think those guys I think they really were all very impressed with what Victor Caratini did when he had to step in at certain times but um, you know I think just having a guy who who has a little more experience is always a good thing too to be around.
1: Yeah actually I mean I you talked about Schwarber. Personally, I still think that Schwarber may have a catching game or two. I mean, I, it might be a hot take, if but he I has could,
0: a say in it.
1: I, I'm sure he would. <laughs> and if his, if he's showing that his weight's off, his knee is healthy, they do have an outfield a game or two, or as an emergency guy in the 12th inning of an
2: X training game. Yeah, yeah. But as the backup catcher, no, no correct. shot
1: but I think it might be a hierarchy of like Wilson, Caratini and then obviously Schwarber's third either way but my hot take is in 2018 Kyle Schwarber gets in at least 5 games as a catcher even if they're all in blowouts 5
0: fashion, games like even if they're blowouts 5 just a blowout? games wow five when I interviewed I'm him taking the under on that on that's the correct. radio
2: a <laughs> couple weeks ago he said I'm a left fielder now yeah yes. even he
0: I heard that that was really that's a long in a, in a, Kyle it's Schwarber's a world and mind yeah. upstairs that's come a long way then for him to mentally kind of grasp that that's what he's going to say when you're when you're asking him, I think
1: he's right. Hundred yeah. percent. And I mean, even but even last year he said he wanted a catch. So it's like it's not that he's been brainwashed because that has a negative connotation, but he's really bought in to this playing left field. Mm-hmm. You know, slimming down for that, and he just obviously wants to be the the best hitter that he could be. But if Caratini is the backup, are you guys comfortable with that on yep. a team that's supposed to contend for the title? Yeah, I'm fine with it. Yeah, even if Wilson misses a month or so. When Wilson was a rookie, everyone was all in on him playing. Like, can this kid play? He can. I mean, he's proven it. He had an OPS over 900 in AAA. Switch hitter. They like him defensively. Yeah, I'm fine with him.
0: I'm I'm with Cap. I'm fine with it. I'm also of the thinking that if you know Theo and Jed just happen that to be chatting with Avila and he wants to come back and they can get him for cheaper. I like the thought of having just for the sake of having a veteran catcher in your clubhouse because the the few that they've had around have added so much i feel like from Avila to David Ross of course and even Montero. i don't want to <laughs> yes i don't want to upset anyone who is listening but Miguel Montero was was tremendous to those guys i know he had a, he just the filter just a tough wasn't departure. there for him. but the guys still like him i mean he was a he was a team guy for lack of his you know, not being able to filter interviews, but he was always willing to, you know, help guys out and, and be chatting about the game and where guys could get, you know, be better in terms of pitchers I'm talking about. So I just like that. I, I think that's a, maybe a, an underrated aspect of a, of a clubhouse is, is that guy, is that veteran catcher that's always sitting around, chatting, chatting up each guy, right? I mean, that's what they do. Talking they sit ball. there with coffee at 9 a.m. in the morning. And they and talk ch- baseball. And they talk baseball. Yeah, yeah, And
1: Avila was such a calming presence. Oh, absolutely. That, that stretch, like he was such a key player for them last year. He was obviously more key than Justin Wilson in that trade. But that stretch that Wilson was out after he was like the hottest catcher on the planet, mm-hmm. then Avila comes in, plays well, but he had such a calming presence in August when the Cubs really needed him. And it, it I think it made a lot of difference. in I don't in the disagree, but
2: there were guys on the coaching staff last year. Not big fans. They liked him as a guy, did not like him as a
1: catcher. In terms of pitch framing or what? Everything as a, as the defensive part of the game interesting he is only 30 getting up to i think he will be 31 this season so he's not really getting up there in age but i mean he's never really been known as like a defensive gold glove catcher so and hearing it's what he said
0: he's at that age too he's not going to change that kind right. of stuff
1: he is who but, he is
0: yeah he is who he is but i do think um, a lot can be said for the guys he knows in and around the league and how to attack guys whether he's the one behind the plate or not he can you know, have those conversations, like we said, just to talk about it. So I don't know. So I'm with Cap. I'm, I'm totally on board and, and cool with Victor Caratini. I think it'd be kind of nice to have that veteran guy in there, too, somewhere.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break here on the Cubs Talk podcast. When we come back, we'll talk more free agents and pitching.
0: I'm Tara Lipinski. And I'm Johnny Weir. Guess what, Johnny? What? The Winter Olympics are right around the corner. And what does that mean? Yay. That means we get to see
2: Sean White, Michaela Schifrin, and other top Team USA athletes conquer fresh snow and ice this February on NBC.
0: So make sure you're ready. Sign up for NBC Sports and Olympics emails by texting POD to 66866, or you can visit NBCOlympics.com newsletters to receive the latest athlete updates, giveaways, and more.
2: Message and data rates may apply. Winter is here.
1: All right, welcome back into the Club's Talk podcast. Uh, I know we already alluded to the free agent pitchers, um, and we obviously talked about the signing of Jimenez. Cubs non-roster invitees to spring training are out. Do you guys expect any more moves before spring training? I
2: do. I still think they're going to get a starter. I sure hope so. Eventually, this tsunami of signings I keep talking about is going to happen. These guys aren't going to go work selling Slurpees at 7-Eleven. They're going to make money, and they're going to play baseball. So somebody's coming here.
1: But do you think it's going to be, you said already, Alex Cobb and you, Darvish, it might not be them. I think we all can kind of rule out Jake Arrieta as of right now. So you think it might be somebody below that, those tiers? Uh, I, yeah, I think there's all – anything could happen, but I think they're getting a
2: starting pitcher. Kelly?
0: I just would like to see Jake Arrieta serving a Slurpee. That made me laugh just now. <laughs> That's <be>
1: funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Working at a McDonald's yeah, in funny. Arizona? Just
0: hearing him say that made me laugh. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm with Cap. I, I really, really believe that there will be a starter, another starter added to this rotation before we show up in two weeks. I just, I, I feel like we have been running in that hamster wheel. Am I wrong for like the last two exactly weeks? You're exactly right. I feel this way every I'm so- day.
2: I keep saying, hey guys, be ready. There's going to be a tsunami of signings coming. And there's nothing.
0: Well, and I'm not sure since the last time we did this podcast, but I think it was just a couple days ago that that AP report comes out about the active talks with you, Darvish. And I, I hate to say it, but in my head, I was thinking what is new about this there nothing have been ongoing that was ongoing talks forever with him I mean since the winter don't get me wrong guys
1: active talks implies that they were inactive at any point and why and would they, they weren't have ever inactive. been inactive I know so yeah. in my head
0: I'm thinking but that's all it takes right now because that's how hungry we are yeah, if we send a anything. tweet out
2: right now hey the Cubs you know made a call today on Darvish it would be national news
0: I think you should yeah. tweet out saying my understanding is Jake Arietta could be serving Slurpees. <laughs> At 7-Eleven. Yes. It could make, I mean, who knows? At this rate, I mean, people just want stuff. They want and news. We all want news. Yeah. Yeah. So. I wish I, I wish I had more. They'll get a starter.
1: I I just don't know who that is. Yes. No, I have no idea either. I mean, Bartolo Colon is still out there. No, no shot. Yeah. No. I just, I like to push that. I would love it if Bartolo Colon came. Until you had to
2: go cover the games when he's getting his head kicked
1: in. Maybe, but I mean, at least there'd be something to write about. So, like, guaranteed storyline that day. No, I know. But the one area I do think the Cubs are for sure done is I do, I don't think they're going for a closer. I know you mentioned that earlier. Theo's made the that pretty
2: clear now to John Greenberg yeah. the Athletic. Brandon Morrow's our closer.
1: And bullpen in general, they I don't really have a spot.
0: Yeah, I was just thinking, I think the bullpen's pretty much wrapped up for right now. I mean, of course, we'll get to see what they're made of as the first couple months go along. And Madden always says, you know, that's his hardest part, figuring out the team, what he has, is that bullpen. But, yeah, I think they're – pretty much sewn up on that and and I like the guys that they have back there if they all perform to their top potential that's one heck of a bullpen.
1: So say the Cubs do make the playoffs I know that's not guaranteed who is the closer in October do you guys think it's still Morrow or you think personally I think Justin Wilson's closing games for the Cubs in October this year.
0: Wow. That's your second hot take.
1: Yeah, second. Just, You're right. Uh, this is just the hot take. Yeah, I'm, a I'm podcast. I'm really bored. I need news, so I'm just creating things in my head. I'm going stick that the closest. That's fair. Kelly?
0: Ooh, gosh. Um, now I feel like I should just throw up C.J. Edwards' name. You, I and mean, throw out a different name.
1: That's not I'm, Brian Dunsing. How about D- 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 Dylan, D- Maples. Yeah. Dylan Maples? Dylan Maples. Dylan Maples.
0: So, what did um, – I was talking to Mick the other day. Mick uh, Gillespie, who does the – Double a yes, that's right and anyhow he, Dylan Maples is a guy who he truly, having seen all the arms that have come through, he thinks this guy has the best stuff of anyone he's seen. And there was someone else who told us that, right? Didn't Kyle Hendricks say something about him? Thinks that he can have one of the best. It, actually, no. You know who it was? It was Ian Happ told me before he went out oh, there. Oh, yeah. Thinks that guy will have a huge year. So, I, yeah, that's definitely a name to keep in the so forefront. There's 99, nine a 100. Year. But I'm still with Cap. If Tomorrow does what he was brought in to do, he should be the guy. Closing in October. Yeah. But
1: he's the guy that's never stayed healthy, or not never, exactly. but very rarely very. stayed healthy the last few years. So, and I'm obviously not predicting injuries for anybody, but if there's question marks, if he gets hurt and Wilson gets the job and he's lights out, how do you take it away from somebody just because Mara was on the DL? Uh, maples is a guy that i think will be really interesting especially when october comes but the cubs were so worried about all the walks from the relievers last yes. year they were way up there in walks per nine innings they were second they give the second or the they had the second worst walk per nine inning rate in baseball last Awful. year it was bad even wade davis they had everybody but brian dunsing every single guy in that bullpen but dunsing either approached or set new career highs in the walk per nine rate so with no bazio with with um, these other guys out. Morrow comes in. He has great control. Obviously, Dunsing is back. Steve Ciszek has really good control. So I, I don't know if they're really going to give a guy like Maples that much of a leash, especially because his biggest thing is control. I mean, oh, when even like. in the minors, he was walking like five guys per nine innings. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the biggest thing for him. But if he can harness that in AAA, watch out come, is, come October. In
0: your opinion, is Ciszek a guy who's going to be taking innings away from Justin Grimm?
2: Yes. Yeah. Possibly yeah.
0: I was just wondering as we started it could talking take names.
2: Opportunities away from Strope, who yeah. could get pushed to the seventh inning. We'll
1: see.
0: Not that that's a bad thing. I mean if your starter's leaving in the fifth, you got a lot of innings to fill still. So yeah. And if CJ's
1: Bingo. on, CJ I think is the top setup guy, even over Wilson or anybody else. Madden has proved that he loves CJ. Lo- yeah. And he doesn't get hit. He walks guys too, but if he can correct that as well he doesn't get hit, so he'll be that top setup guy. We'll see what happens.
0: And he gives guarantees sure. and sound bites, which are always fun.
2: Love
1: him. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for our Cubs Talk podcast this week. Uh, we hope by the next time we talk to you guys there will be at least one move or maybe Cap's uh, tsunami of moves will eventually come true. Uh, thanks for listening, as always, and we are sponsored by Wintrust. Head to Wintrust.com Cubs for more info. Thanks, everybody.